Logan and Rebel use an embarrassing amount of F-bombs. Listener discretion is advised. Back to another episode of the Looking Glass Duck Club podcast. I'm your host, Logan Pyatt. And I'm Rebel. Uh, me and the undefeated Rebel Heron are down here in the Cheek Beater studio where you're going to give you a little bit more R&D this week. We've got Big Cat down here with us. So he's always going to be 12 and 0. He's always going to be 12 and 0. Well, I don't think he's going to fight anymore. Undefeated, never lost. Retired. The pugilist at 41. That old you are? Yeah. That's what I thought. Too old now. Wind about whips my ass. Yeah, but you had a good run. Good run. You were the best for a while. Not true at all. I am close. Big Cat, can you name one other person you know that's 12 and 0 in fights? No. Exactly. I can't think of anybody else. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Just the fact, just the fact that I asked you that day. I go, how many fights you, I go, how many fights you've been in? You're like, oh, a lot. 12. I go, you ever lost? You're like, no. I'm like, 12 and 0. That's, that's impressive. Hmm. We can move on. I'll bring it up later. <laughs> Whatever. So here we are. Yeah, here we are, bud. What do you want to talk about? You've already ruined a show. How? That's a new record for you. Well, how long did it take? Mm, right out the gate, basically. I'm say 30 seconds. A minute 20? Right after you introduced yourself, you ruined it. For who? Everybody, it's all done now. <laughs> Everyone clicked off. Are you turning in that guy that you like to flip... As soon as somebody gives it to you, then you get all upset. No, I mean, there's no to flip there. I just strictly gave you the numbers. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm proud of you. I'm proud to be your friend. Can't flip facts. That's true. So, <laughs> any of you, we can change the subject. I'm sorry I even brought it up. That's my fault. Well, at least nobody got hurt. Do uh, you want to R&D and see if it's true? I'm not sure if he's on the internet. Oh, I'm sure he's out there somewhere. You get on some sort of Columbia. I did ask fall. about that. I was talking to Uncle Tito, I believe yesterday or the day before. I'm like, hey, mentioned that story when we were at, like, Logan baited me into one of them and mentioned that, and he started laughing. I'm like, uh, how how little was the guy? I said, I I claimed he was like five nine one sixty. He goes, oh, I would have guessed him. Yeah, five nine five ten one sixty five one seventy. So I just wanted to make sure that Uncle Tito wouldn't be like, dude. He was, you know, six three. No, no, five two, one oh three. And it was a woman. So no, he was an average size male. <laughs> I'd say five ten, one seventy five is an average size male. Yeah. I don't know if he'd got one seventy five, one seventy. Okay, close enough. Just a normal, normal height, skinny. Uh, Uncle Tito messaged me on Snapchat. He said that the story was true, and then he asked if I wanted to see his watch. <laughs> eel skin wristwatch. Yes, yeah, the eel skin wristwatch. I said I'd see it in person, but I don't want any pictures of it. 
Yeah. He'll show it to you. Yeah, that's what basically what he said. Yeah. They say he's not a picture guy. Did he tell you he also got drug into the dirty depths of arm wrestling a while back? Recently? I can't remember if he said a few months ago or a year or two ago, but well, recent enough since he's older than me. He's definitely too old to be arm wrestling. Yeah, but he said he understood when he was listening to the arm wrestling part, whatever, a couple of weeks ago. Like, I understand how it happens. He goes, I got myself drug into one of those <laughs> not too long ago. I'm like, Uncle Tito, bud, you're 41. I'm sure there's no alcohol involved. Oh, not with Uncle Tito. Did he win? Oh, yeah, he beat everybody. Uncle Tito's a hell of an arm wrestler. He beat everybody? Yeah. So he's undefeated, too. In arm wrestling? I don't know. I don't know if I ever beat him. He used to beat me regularly, and it made me so mad. Really? He was a technique guy. Hmm. And he had great technique. Did you ever try to turn your hat backwards? I probably did. I tried everything at one point. Because I would, you know, beat everybody in the room arm wrestling, and Uncle Tito just sit back and giggle for a while. Then he'd come up and show everybody. Like, how is this happening? No. You're going to piss piss me off make me want to come out of retirement. Oh, he'd whip your ass, dude. I guarantee it. I'm not very good. He's good. A good arm wrestler. I mean, now he's pert near 42 years old. Old. But uh, old, old. I'm sure with a with a bottle of Uncle Tito's, he'd be out of retirement real soon. You think after a fifth of vodka, he could still beat everybody in the room? Maybe it'd be a pint. But th- that would, yeah, that'd make more when sense. When Uncle Tito gets through the whole bottle, that's when we, well, we've been through the steps before, but that's when it starts. <laughs> we've uh, been through the steps. It is that's funny, though. sleepy time Uncle Tito comes. <laughs> no more than I've drank with him. You guys told me, but it is so calculated. Like, you can measure how he's going to be as he gets down to the bottle. Yeah, it's, that graph goes straight up and then right back down. Yeah, everything was going fine. Then he disappeared and he was passed out on my couch. Yes. Then he was back up drinking, and we were at the bar, and then he was passed down the car. Yes. Love you, Uncle Tito. <laughs> All right, let's uh, give these people some music, right? Yeah. Because we're still on the free side. Yeah. I don't know why we're talking to him so much. Oh, yeah. Just to let him know that there's lots of fun things that happen on the other side. Lots of fun things. See you on the other side. To giggles. Farts. Guffs. Giggles and farts. <laughs> We're changing the name of the show. We <laughs> Welcome to the Giggle and Fart Show. That anyway. would be more appropriate. Yes, probably uh, would. I'm sure. That's true. Uh, this week for my Red Dirt recommendation. Thank you for that lovely tune. That funky music will drive us till the dawn. Let's go. Let's boogaloo till we puke. I'm going with Drayton Farley. American Dream. Think my heart stopping nicotine fiend of a man. I was born this way, I'm a government slave, and I was raised on stolen land. And it's a heart of kind of life, begging the ashtray for nickels and dimes, writing these songs, trying to wrap my mind around a bullshit American dream. It's a great song. It's an awesome song, no whether you like the message or not. Uh, it's just well put together, well thought out, and great lyrics. It's a good song. I have a feeling that some of them aren't going to like the message. Rebel, you anti-American. Where's America? We piece of crap. Greatest country on earth. Which that I is, agree. That is true. I agree 100%, but it is a really good song. It's a great song. Usually, uh, do you have a recommendation from a guest, too, this week? 
Well, I was going to see if you're doing one and R&D's doing one, uh, Big Tom, then we probably won't do more. That's probably not a bad idea. Cap it around three. That's up to you guys. I don't have to do a song. No, we want you to do a song. Don't matter. I get most of my new songs from you anyways. Okay. You can go ahead. Okay. Yeah. This week I got uh, Arlo McKinley, Bag of Pills. Then you can catch me sleeping And all I need now I don't want And all I love now it's all gone That's also a great message. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's a wonderful tune. A Have you song. ever seen Arlo McKinley in concert? No, I'm gonna. He's up in this, uh, the Reverb Lounge in Omaha in December. I'm gonna go. Really? Mm-hmm. Who's he there with? I didn't see the opener. Tickets, w- tickets are on sale this morning. I think you go to see Red tonight, don't you? Yep. You put Bucks, yeah. Bucks Bar and Grill. Yeah, Ain't nothing there but men and coyotes. That's gonna be an awesome concert. Yeah. Obviously, and Bucks is a badass place too. Kurt messaged me yesterday and said if I didn't have anything going on, asked if I wanted to go, and I told him I've never felt more like a dude. I'm being asked to go to a concert with you guys. But are you going? No. Oh. Hallie and I are going. We're going to be in Omaha tonight. Oh, Thanks. yeah. Happy anniversary. It's Sunday. But thank you. I thought you were going out tonight for your anniversary. We are. Because so I felt like this was a very good time to wish you anniversary. Because if you guys can choose to celebrate your own anniversary, I feel it's a good time that I can tell you congrats on it. Okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. The, well, I mean, Sunday, we're planning on being hung over from Luna's reception that you're skipping out on. Ah, uh, good point. Oh, man, you're not going? Doubtful. I was supposed to be in a fishing tournament, but all my good fishing friends, I guess. Well, I don't know if it's going to work out or not, but uh, they're losers. Because so. we're going to Luna's wedding reception? Because yes. he's one of our best buds? He chose, chose a wedding reception over slamming monster catfishes. Yeah, we'll tell Who him. Who does that? We'll tell him about all the monster catfishes we slammed yesterday. You're talking about the condom, aren't you? Yes, there was a condom. There was. I enjoy wedding receptions, so I do too. I, I my don't favorite. know. It's if I know that, like this one will be awesome because I'll know most people there and I know the guy. But if I'm just going, <laughs> I know pretty much everybody there because there's because like I've crashed them over in Tarkio, just went over new new people there and knew the people that were getting married kind of and just went over and drank with them and it was fun. But like you don't you find really yourselves at wedding receptions like you're there, everyone's having a good time, having some beers, and then you end up for sixty to seventy percent of it, you're just standing there talking to the same guy. And they're like, oh, crap, I should probably make my rounds. And then someone else is already locked in with someone else. And then it ends up you just spend four hours talking to like one or two people. No? No. 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 Even I no. move around more than that. I mean, I normally it's more it's like a group of people. If it's just one guy there that I know, then I'm probably leaving. I'm probably on the way out. No, no. no I don't mean there's one guy there you know. I mean, you just get. We just root into a group then. Except Heights is imprinted. They just latch onto you. Except maybe Heights' wedding reception because I spent like four or five hours just standing there by the beer talking to you. Hmm. You had latched onto me that day. I had latched onto you. That's what I mean. Those aren't even that At yours, I was in right by the beer buckets the whole time trying to refill them and stuff. So I got a lot of the horse tanks. Yeah, the horse tanks. Got a lot of social time there because everybody was coming up. A lot of beers. I just kept taking koozies. I still think that's the way to do it. Ice down horse tanks of, of canned beer. I agree. Way better than a keg, isn't it? I don't do. I can't do kegs. I mean, I love keg beer, but it gets dangerous. You poop the bed. 
You poop to bed almost every time. I I normally puke because I drink too much of it. Oh. Sometimes people poop and puke the bed. Mm, they'll poop the oh. bed. Oh, I, I didn't mean puke in the bed. I do it in the toilet. They'll, they'll puke the bed and then they'll poop in. The, they'll poop on the puke and then turn around and see what they did. Put it in. And put it in the, the jungle poop. juice and drink it. So this week on my red dirt recommendation, I'm going with Jesse Daniel. Think I'll stay. That I told you earlier, it sounds like '90s country. It has a little uh, Kentucky Headhunters feel to me, which is great. People are going to think that that was all edited and cut because we were talking about pooping on the puke, and then the next thing you know, I just came in with my recommendation. I just didn't want to forget about it. It's a good point, but it's a two-stepping song. So I asked you earlier, how many times do you think you can stand up and clap under your leg without falling down? I assume zero. You don't think you can clap under your leg one time? Probably once, and then I fall over. <laughs> I don't know. Is this how people test manlyhood now? You haven't heard? No. I don't watch a lot of news. That's like the, the new... What if it's not a test of manlyhood? That seems ridiculous. It's the new military PT test. That's what they're doing. <laughs> they will fear us, gentlemen. And it's just a bunch of grunts just clapping under their one leg while they're hopping around. Well, just imagine if there was an army, you know, you're on the front lines yes. and they can hear them come over the hill and they just hear. And then you hear people they're, falling. They're convinced. Yes. Ah, sh- <laughs> it, get up, Bobby. Yeah. And you're just confused and you see an army coming over the hill and they're just clapping under their legs, charging at you. Wearing leader hosen. Yes. Wouldn't you be, would you be confused or scared? Little both? Nah, mostly confused. Of course, they probably wouldn't be able to hold a gun. They're unarmed. No, yeah. I'd just say lay into them, boys. It'd be like the old Russia in World War II or they're... They rode in on horses? And they just tried to run them out of bullets <laughs> by using themselves. I think that was the Polish and the German. Uh, no, there was a time the Russians... Uh, Operation... Take your pitchforks and get to the battlefield. Oh, okay. I get, I get what you're talking about. Anyway, on horses. Yeah. Well, I mean, not every, most of them were running. They didn't have that many horses. Operation Human Shield. Pretty much. I was just going to say, when Germany when Germany rolled into Poland, it was tanks versus horses, basically. Uh, yeah. So Poland didn't... I think they conquered Poland in like four hours. Well, <laughs> tanks versus horses probably wouldn't last very long. <laughs> no. Poland didn't put up much of a fight. <laughs> okay. They might actually... Poland might have put the German flag up when they saw Germany getting nope, to the No, no. We're on your team. Yep. No need for this, boys. <laughs> we have we're not. with you now. <laughs> it's like when you get to, when you get to class, didn't realize you had a test that day. That's how Poland felt. Yeah. Like, oh, you guys were serious. Oh, we're, we're going... We didn't mean that shit we said. We didn't want to do the war thing. About that. Oh, yeah, if you want it, come and get it. <laughs> we were... I am so sorry I said that. I don't think they said anything. I think they were just... <laughs> Germany was just trying to roll over everybody. That's true. Blitzkrieg. But no, they actually, uh, the Emperor of Poland or whatever, he's on record saying, if you want it, come and get it. Okay, well. And then they made a song about it. And when you get it, then you got it. If you want it, come and get it. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I think that's where that song came from. Almost certain. From It's Polish descent? Yeah. Hmm. 
Isn't that, isn't that that song? Fun facts. Not a lot of people know that. Is that not that song? I don't. I am not sure. That pop song. We have R and D here. Would you look and see if if you want to come and get it? Ah, na 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 is from Bullish Descent. I don't think it is. <laughs> I'm certain. I'm certain that's what they <laughs> he's hundred percent on this one. Yeah, it just came out like five years ago. <laughs> but it's about World War II. Yeah, they were digging if, back through the archives. And, the one is like, if you want it, here it is. Come and get it. I think that's it's probably like, it. Mm, 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 mm. Make your mind up fast. I don't know if that's That's it. Bad Finger. Uh, <laughs> and that's Magic Christian music. That's probably not it then. It's Magic Christian music, but the, the name of the artist is Bad Finger? What's just I, reading, bud? Wasn't I guess that your ba- old nickname in high school? Bad Finger. Those, that's, those wasn't that bad. your old nickname in bad. high school <laughs> cheerleaders gave you? <laughs> oh, here comes old Bad Finger. I'm probably going to need more lyrics if you really want the actual song. I'll just look it up my own sometime. It was that damn pop song. I know what you're talking about. No, 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 no. That one. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. If you're ready, I don't know. Anyway, what are we drinking today, bud? When you're ready, come and get it. Okay, what are we drinking today, bud? Uh, This week, we are going with Legion. This was gifted to us by our friend Jason Cook. It is uh, says, Two True Legends, One Truly Unique Bourbon. Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, partially finished in wine and sherry casks. So that could be nice. Huh? That's all the info we have on it? Uh, What's two, it blended with? Didn't you say two? two. Well, it's uh, it's two true legends. So I think it's two people. I don't know. It's two legendary creators behind some of the world's... I think the legends are Japanese whiskey and Kentucky bourbon. Behind some of the world's most uh, revered whiskeys have come together to bring you something special. Expertly distilled by seventh-generation master distiller Fred No, and then refined by world-renowned chef blender... Shinji Fukuyo. Shinji Fukuyo. So, Rev also speaks Japanese. A lot of people don't know that. Uh, from rich aromas of mature oak and lingering spice to the flavors of dried fruits pulled from the wine and sherry cast, every sip of Legion is worth savoring and sharing. All right. So the American and the Japanese man got together and created the super bourbon. That's what you're saying. Yes. Okay. This is supposed to be the super bourbon. Perfect. I'm glad we're finally getting together after that whole thing. Ooh, not bad, Pop. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? Yeah. Cool looking bottle. It is a cool looking bottle. There you go. Thanks. Just a sip of that sapper. Big Cat, would you like a drink? No, thank you. I guess we're going to roll into the Evan Bartles two at a time bourbon review and roll music. And I'd take on two at a time Ooh, yeah, yeah. Did not want to get called out on forgetting that again. Botch that, huh? Not really. So this week we're going with uh, Legion. Just it's two true legends. <laughs> just move stuff around, Chandler. <laughs> oh, that'd be too guffy. He gets to guffing. Very sweet on the nose. Very sweet. Oaky. Dried fruit. Dried fruit. I think that wine's popping through. It's just right right there. Lingering spice. No, in all uh, all honesty, I get like a port wine smell. That's what I mean. You can definitely smell the wine in it. Yeah. Which is the dried fruit. Do you like port wine? Yeah. I'm a big fan myself. Mm, I knew you were. Mm. It's different. Pleasant. 
floral, fruity, tooty, a little bit of spice. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit on the very back end. I got a little spice all the way across, but it's pleasant, pleasant spice. But it is very fruity up front. Yeah, it kind of tastes like a like a corked wine. You know, if you leave your wine in your decanter for too long without drinking it, it kind of has a little bit of that flavor in it. Get some of the oak, some of the vanilla. Vanilla's coming through the back. Pleasant. I like that. No cinnamon or anything. It's if you uh does have a little spice to it though. So if you not like it burns, but it just has what I would call spice. It's lingering spice. It says right on the bottle. I think they described it perfectly because if fucking lingers, man. If it's so, just there spicy. What what exactly is a Japanese whiskey taste like? I've never had any of them. They're getting real big right now. Uh, I think uh, from what I've gathered, it's kind of a cross between Irish and Scotch. Irish is very clean, very neat, very delicious and beautiful. Scotch is Scotch. <laughs> like I've, drinking a campfire. Yeah. And then, well, that's only if you get Islays but, or Islays, but uh So well read on his whiskeys. It's crazy. Like sit here well, only to one of fill the, your time with something. Only one of the regions really specializes in in heavily peating their scotch. Scotch is kind of or Scotland's kind of divided in half as far as that goes, right? No, there's like there's one area that one little island, little area, mm. one little tiny area, little teeny tiny. The rest of them make not heavily smoked, but that peat scotch. moss is what gives it the heavy smoke. Mm-hmm. Because they burn the peat to dry your feet, the grains. Oh, that have sprouted. You said grains. You sprout the grains to make the mash, right? Right. Well, they dry it out with by, smoke by burning peat, and so it absorbs all that smoke. Yeah, very interesting, is it? <laughs> anyway, <I> thought so. <laughs> You seem like you're in a bad mood today. You want to talk about it? I'm in a great mood. This is because I brought it up. I won't do it ever again. I'm sorry. This is a pleasant whiskey. I don't know. It's run of the mill. I don't. Not a whole lot's jumping out at me other than what I've said. What about you? No, it's just it's very flowery, and then just Definitely like like you said, roll. just a little bit of spice on the very back end. You decent try to, color try on sip? it. Decent color. Decent legs. What the 94 proof? Mm-hmm. Right in that mid-range proof. Yeah. I don't mind that at all. Me either. I'm ready to give it a score. Okay. I'm not going to give it a huge score, but... I don't even know why you give hints. Okay. Why do you give hints? I don't know. I'm, gonna... I'm just going with a flat three. I was going to give it two and a half. There you go. I figured it's just kind of... A, it could be your everyday sipper if, if that's the, the flavor profile you're into. It's not exactly in my wheelhouse, but it's close. That's not in my wheelhouse. Not in your wheelhouse. Big it, Cat doesn't like it. I mean, it's smooth and it has some things going on. Not a ton, but... You're smooth and you have some things going on. Not a ton, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's pretty good. I like it. Okay. I'll well, thank it. you very much, Jason. We do appreciate it. I'll drink it. We're going to. We are. Oh, yeah. We're doing it now. We're drinking it currently. All right. Uh, for you people that haven't made the jump with us, go to Patreon. Download the Patreon app. And then look up your favorite Looking Glass Duck Club. We should be the first one to pop up. That's how you win the hunt giveaway. That's how you win the call. We got giveaways going on on the other side. Um, 
getting into the Patreon app will get you a pretty pretty good amount of interactivity amongst members. Lots of messages and posts and polls. Polls and fun things are going on, but you have to get over to that Patreon side to be part of the family. People have made lifelong friends over there. I think so. I mean it wholeheartedly. Yeah, that's what I said. So anyway, join us on Patreon because we're leaving. Gotta go. Serves a hundred ships a day. Lonely sailors pass the time away and talk about their homes. And there's a girl in this harbor town, and she works laying whiskey down. They say brandy, fetch another round. She serves them whiskey and wine. The sailors say brandy. You're a fine girl What a good wife you would be Yeah, your eyes could steal a sailor from the sea Brandy wears a braided chain Made of finest silver from the north of Spain A locket that bears the name of a man that Brandy loved on a summer's day Bringing gifts From far away But it made it clear It couldn't stay No horror was his home The sailor said Bring me You're a fine girl What a good wife You would be But my life My love and my lady Is the same Say, she hears them say, Brandy, you're a fine girl. You're a fine girl.